Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. As always, my co-host, Nick. Eisenhower vaccine. <laughs> England's got a new queen, Bastiana Liberace. I hope you know it. No, I don't know we didn't start the fire. You don't know fire. none of this? We didn't start the fire. What's wrong with I hear people complaining about Billy Joel on the soundtrack. That's Billy Joel's amazing. What's the problem? I know. Piano Man. <laughs> I saw him. It was the first thing I saw at T-Mobile Arena here in Vegas. Oh, yeah? Great concert. <laughs> yeah, I hear he's a dick, though, in real life. Oh, That's really? Right. I mean, isn't it like Who's every not? celebrity? But Tyler's every... a dick in real life, too. Speaking so. of dicks. <laughs> Where's producer Ryan? Yeah, Is he I home know, with Doppelganger? <laughs> I feel like he's home with Doppelganger. <laughs> we, we weren't sure if we are going to bring this up. Um, it's not really movie news, but I guess we're going to kind of move into... It's uh, it's dong news, I guess, more yeah, than anything. Dick yeah. news. So. Listen, that's America's dong. <laughs> that's America's dong, yeah. So, <laughs> so of course... Look, if, can I ask you a question before yeah, we expose yeah, this? I want to know the truth, all right? Don't lie to don't lie to me, Tyler, and don't lie to the fans. Did you want to Google it? Did I want to Google it? You wanted to Google it. No, I didn't want to uh, Google it. <laughs> I wanted to Google it. I have not. Full disclosure. You can hook me up to a lie detector test, but I wanted to. I saw I guess, it. I, I saw, saw it. it. It's, saw it's, it? A, it's like the douchiest pick. Is that, it? Yeah, it's yeah. really douchey. Oh, he's so. from Boston. I mean, you know, it's kind of what we do. <laughs> I guess that's my whole camera roll. What was his reason for doing it? Getting people to uh, vote? Or? My question is, who is he sending it to, right? Yeah. So now he claims that it was like, now that I have your attention, go out and vote, right? So right. good for him. Was that a save? Like, yeah, that's totally a save. That's definitely not the real thing. He totally just accidentally, I guess, I don't know, sent out his dong. <laughs> he just wanted America to know, I'm, I'm doing this all right. This is what I'm rocking with. Yeah, I'm doing all right. This is what I'm rocking with. So <laughs> It's not just the abs, man. Look a little bit lower. <laughs> Does this uh, hurt his image? Um, I'm sure Disney might be a little pissed off, but he's I don't out. think... I don't think anyway. Oh, yeah, What's he is out. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's he old is man. Out. Yeah, so What's the I difference? don't... I don't think it'll hurt his image too much because he's I, got all that Disney money. And... I like Mark Ruffalo's hot take, which was 2020 is such a shit show year. If you're going to accidentally release a dick pic, this is the year to do In it. In quotations, accidentally. Yeah, I'm, totally, I don't know. I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, ladies do it, right? They release a sex tape on yeah. purpose or something for publicity. We know that's happened before. We saw Batman's that doesn't dog, always happen. So but yeah, in the comics, yeah. Dog, yeah, sure. What's the problem? Uh, Dr. Manhattan, every every single time oh, we that see thing's him, just, just around. swinging dick. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, what's the big deal? <laughs> <laughs> that thing's been flopping around. So I didn't see it. It, 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 it came <laughs> my way. Go. Yeah, it mysteriously came my way. That's clearly, <laughs> clearly you Googled it. It's fine. Or you saw your girlfriend Googling it. It's not a big deal. Listen, we're all human. It's fine, man. But uh, you said it was douchey. Why is it douchey? Okay, so this is how it is. It's uh, Is he like holding it? Or no, no, no. Like, hey. uh, yeah, no, so he's holding it. So it's it's blue t-shirt. I feel so bad because my parents is listen like to the show. Is it like skin tight t-shirt? Yeah, my parents it's listen like, to the show. They're just like me hearing me describing a dick. So, okay. Uh, so it's him in like this really tight, you know, douchey t-shirt. So okay. it's just a tight shirt. Yeah, he, he's muscular. This, yeah, this, yeah mean, he's muscular. On. He's not going to not um, wear a tight t-shirt. Backwards hat. That's already oh, kind of. Yeah, yeah backwards hat. Big uh, mistake. No pants, dong out, fully erect, and him holding it. And I think there's a smile, too. There's no thumbs up. There should have been a thumbs up. If there was a thumbs up, yeah. yeah. All right. The shield, you know, maybe If it was really for voting, he should have wrote vote on it, too. You know what I mean? Like, that would have been, okay, this is for sure for voting. But we don't know if it was, all right, we'll say it's political, we'll say it's for voting, or if it's just 
I mean, how do you accidentally send a dick? But <laughs> who was he really sending it to? Is this to know. Jenny Slate, or do we know he, like who's he? Who's he have a girlfriend? Or I don't is he... know. He's he's had he's got a great resume. Yeah. So you know, whoever it was. He, oh my that's god, it's Jake Wilder. Yeah. Yeah, that's his best performance. Absolutely. <laughs> it's Defending a Jacob. Though. Have you seen Defending Jacob? No, I still it's haven't excellent. seen it. There's so it's much excellent. to watch now, which is weird because yeah. it's quarantine, and you think there wouldn't he... be as much. I don't know. Yeah, because he's he's done his Captain America at least so far. Yeah, he might come back. Yeah, he might. Yeah. Same with Robert Downey Jr. You know, is any one really dead like he can always bring yeah, him back somehow yeah. you know voice hologram whatever yeah it's, stanley it's kind of cameo yeah. whatever it is but the question is like does this hurt his overall image and i don't really no i don't think so i don't think so 2020 has been a weird year and i think that's like you know that's the, not the, the craziest thing that's happened all year the beauty of any good personality and i believe chris evans if you follow him on twitter he's a great twitter follower other than the penis stuff yeah um the ability to self-deprecate and he's able to do that they spun this the right way they had some fun with it so what so he's a d so he's a d bag and he took a picture of his yeah. of his penis i mean next week we'll forget all who about doesn't it? have a yeah. bunch of dick pics on their camera roll <laughs> i only barely saw the story and then somebody sent me like a, a message and then i saw the ruffalo tweet and then some other tweets after that but i did want to google it i did not but i kind of i kind of want to see it now yeah, yeah you, i just got to be in the right we know you now. went into incognito mode so yeah <laughs> just for you and the fbi agent that monitors your stuff that's that's who watches that so <laughs> listen every once in a while you got to put something in the search engine to throw off you know the robots you yeah. got to throw it off right Accidentally, you got to google ancient aliens every once in a who while is, you know throw them off who's before chris i mean you had uh, Jennifer Lawrence, her stuff leaked through the cloud. Well, and, a lot uh, of actresses. Yeah. Those were mostly female. You know what? In a weird way, it's a good thing, right? Because typically it's a female problem. Yeah. And let's bring some equality to the equation here. Let's get yeah. some guys' dicks out there. I mean, they'll yeah. just send it to whoever will ask for it. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> Harvey, Harvey kind of tells whole camera it's all dick pics. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> uh, do we have any non-penis-related movie news? Uh, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Most of our news is penis-related, but uh, we do have some stuff. They, I don't know if you care about this. I don't really, but it's another show that they're going to add to their library so content is king uh she-hulk they're gonna do she-hulk and they yeah. cast it do you care about this uh a little i mean they're gonna be green anyways i mean i hope they're gonna be green so yeah well she's, she's so i wonder if it's green. an origin story that's a good question right does she-hulk have a good origin story i don't know uh, i think her. as far as i know she's bruce banner's cousin so uh she gets, in, she gets in some sort of accident and so they she needs a blood transfusion and for whatever reason it's just bruce banner who has like the same player. She needs some sort of donor thing. And so a Bruce Banner gives it to her. Only Bruce Banner. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, only Bruce Banner. And so I guess that they were able to get a hold of him. He did a transfusion. And then that's how she gets her powers is through, wow. through Bruce Banner. And so, so it's Tatiana Masolani, I think is how you say yeah. her name. She's from Orphan Black. And I recently saw her in Perry Mason. Yeah, same here. I haven't seen Orphan Black, but she plays the uh, the religious leader or one of the religious uh, she's leaders. She's in the cult. The daughter. Yeah, the daughter. daughter yeah, the daughter. In, uh, and she's great. Yeah, she's, she's I good. think she looks the part from the pictures I see from the comics. And she definitely has the chops. Terry Mason actress. was good too. You know oh, that was yeah, so that good. was definitely yeah. good. So um, yeah, I, I've heard she, they've been talking about doing like a Netflix uh, She Hulk or just a TV She Hulk for a little while now, and that's something where I wouldn't mind seeing them kind of go back to like Netflix, like how they did Daredevil, but go towards She Hulk and other characters. You brought up a couple times in previous episodes the uh, Swamp Thing. Yeah. Right? So now Swap Thing is expensive, as you pointed out, which is oh, like yeah. the last one. It went from one, right? 13 episodes, I think, to 10 or 9, <laughs> right, and then it's canceled right? completely. But the good news is Disney Plus takes us over, and they have the capital. So they can spend, you know, whatever it's going to cost, a couple hundred million yeah. dollars to I put I just look at the Mandalorian. Yeah. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> By the way, speaking of... Looks that's great. a great trailer. Oh, it looks so it's good. It's a great trailer. Are you excited yeah. for Star Wars again after no, that? No, I'm still salty. I'm still I'm, salty. You're still salty. But I do like the idea that there's going to be Jedis, and I do like the idea that we're going to see Bubba Fett and maybe a little backstory there. I'm confused. 
confused on if this is in between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, correct? Yeah. So how many Jedi are actually out there? Uh, I, I was led to believe that there's not many, if any. No, Ahsoka Tano is still out there. Uh, what you I've know, talked Rosario about. Dawson yeah, so, is cast as that Rosario Dawson, which I think yeah. is a good good casting choice. Do you choice think we are undercutting the uh, Mandalorians by showing Jedis and lightsabers again? No, I don't think so because no. you've got that's baby, you've got baby Yoda. You want season four, season five? Nah, I don't know. Uh, I think because okay. we got baby Yoda, and that's your connection. That's your link to the Jedi's. Yeah. So I think that's why I'm okay with it. So because of course Ahsoka Tana is alive, and I've talked about it before. Spoiler warning for Rebels, where they introduce time travel, and that's how Ahsoka Tano. Lives, Do you yeah. anticipate time travel being involved in the Mandalorian? I hope not, because that's when it'll get really messy. Yeah. I hope they sort of mention it. By the way, I'm and then sick that's of, it. after Tenant, I'm kind of sick of time sick travel. Of time can travel. I, and yeah. Bill and Ted, can we just take a break? On I, I would be fine if they just mentioned it, or not even mention it, but because uh, of course Ahsoka Tano's alive. Ezra from Rebels is technically still alive, although he's somewhere out in deep space. So at maybe this they'll time. look for him. Yeah, at this time. Gotcha. Um, as far as other Jedi's, I'm not sure who's still around. Of course, uh, nope, Kenobi's gone at this point because it's after. After, uh, yeah, he's after gone. Return yeah. of the Jedi. Although it's so, Force Ghost. Yeah, it's Force Ghost. Yeah, he's hanging around. He's getting drinks at the cantina, you know. <laughs> I actually listen to that to, one weird song. To be fair, I am much more excited about the uh, the Ewan McGregor-led Obi-Wan Kenobi yeah. series than I am of Mandalorian, but I do think that they ran that first season very well, and I'm excited. They have a good showrunner in Jon Favreau. They bring in a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different directors. Last season, there was a lot of different types yes. of And I think that like having different perspectives on each of the episodes showed... Now, I wouldn't say every episode knocked it out of the park. Yeah, somewhere else obviously better yeah, than the other ones. in the ones, middle, yeah. it got a little boring to me, um, and I started to lose the thread a bit, but it still looks great, and it, it gives you that Star Wars vibe you're looking for. Yeah. It's not as hard as Rogue One. It's not as good as, like, original Star Wars, but it's not as wonky as yeah. the Abrams stuff. So I'm, I'm definitely excited to catch out Season 2 of Mandalorian, which I think October 30th, so October 30th, about yep. a little over a month that it's a ways. Is there, um, and I'm going to ask this question, I think it's relevant, is there a better, because we're going to talk about the boys today, is there a better signature show for a streaming service than Mandalorian? Mandalorian and Disney. A better show for streaming service than Mandalorian than Disney? That's weird because, I don't know, um, I would love to see Disney Plus start, you know, cranking out more of their MCU TV shows. We so, haven't seen any, right? Yeah, we haven't seen so any, but we haven't gotten Falcon Black Widow yet. Winter, so yeah, Black Widow. Yeah. I keep thinking that that news is going to break, but they keep pushing it back later and later. Right. So I really think they don't want to put that on streaming. Yeah. I mean, would you want more Star Wars shows from Disney Plus or live action? You or... know my concern. We we spent a whole month on Star Wars. Oversaturation is a big problem here. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't want more movies, and I probably only want Mandalorian. When Mandalorian's done, or maybe toward the end of Mandalorian, we can get the Obi-Wan show, and then kind of ease. Yeah. back into movies. I definitely, if Disney Plus were to bring back uh, Charlie Cox's Daredevil for a season four, you know, straight to Disney Plus, I think that would probably start moving a little bit more because you've got a huge fan base from those you know, those Netflix, With the intent those Netflix, that you're going to co- interweave him into the yeah. Marvel Cinematic and, Universe. Yeah. And we talked about it before, too, where it's like from those Netflix shows, you could easily, you know what I mean? You could easily incorporate Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. You can kind of, you can bring yeah. all of them back Nobody, in there. They've yada, yada, yada so much at this point. Yeah. We don't really care. And everybody likes yeah. Charlie Cox yeah. as Daredevil. Yeah. You know, he's the favorite. Yeah. John Berthold as or leave it, Punisher. You know? I was fine with him. He was fine. Yeah, John Berthold was fine. Yeah. yeah. Was so fine. Although the Punisher series, I think, yeah, that's too that's, hard. It's hard for Punisher, Iron Man, and even sort of Luke Cage, it's hard for them to do solo. You kind of have to team them, team them up. 
And yeah. so it would be cool to see Charlie Cox Daredevil with Tom Holland Spider Man. Yeah, that would be. There's cool. something there. there so. There's something. But like we still both New York. We can't forget because the Spider Man issue with Sony is still relevant. Yeah, we don't know how that's going to play out. That deal is all over the map. And then you have the weird Venom. You know, oh yeah, whatever. I don't even remember what's yeah. going on with that. That's, what, are they, what are they called? The Hateful Eight, the Sinister oh, Six. Oh, the Sinister Six. And yeah, the I, <laughs> Sony just will not give up on this idea that they're going to do an all villain movie. But they I don't won't know, let go man. of it. Yeah. They won't let go. Yeah. It I was mean, cool to see Keaton in the uh, Morbius trailer, though. Yeah, it was. It was pretty. Oh, I forgot about Morbius. <laughs> yeah. Also, Did we, yeah. was I don't that know what to come out or was um, that? In I don't know if it was this year or early next year, um, but I haven't heard anything about it being. Yeah, I forgot all about Morbius, but you know, I wouldn't mind seeing new characters or. I wouldn't mind seeing new things start to happen besides just your Avenger movies or everything tying into your Avenger movies. Show me some lower level stuff that is just kind of like, you know, they don't have to deal with the cosmic things. We mentioned it before. We saw the Spider-Man movie that came out immediately after Endgame, right? Yeah. Um, And we talked about Endgame being a really good crescendo to 30-something Marvel movies, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All these characters mingled together, working together, and the consequences that ensue. I felt at the end of Endgame that the natural thing to do would be to take a break. Yeah. And maybe there's a Spider-Man movie, one one movie a year. And maybe there's a Black Widow movie yeah. next year. And then, you know, Focus on else. your main characters. Yeah, just let's not, do some... Yeah. Let's get... Now that we care about these characters, we can go back and revisit and have some personal stories with them, individualized and grounded, instead of having everything just bigger and bigger and bigger. Thanos, Gauntlet, yeah. Space, and, someone's throwing you know, a moon at you know, Iron Man. Same we don't thing, do that every time. Yeah, yeah that's expensive. Yeah, you eventually you're going to fail. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, and same thing where I would mind if they were able to kind of work it out where Tom Holland could go do like a one season eight episode Spider-Man series you know I don't think it'll ever happen I don't think it'll ever happen too it might be just like yeah. they'll want way too much money the, for it the big but... characters just not it's probably not yeah happen. probably not and, but... and I'm not even I wouldn't bet my life that uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision is a knock out of the park. Yeah. I think it's it's on thin ice. I'm not sure that it's going to work. I hope it works. Because you got I hope I'm entertained. Two, right? It's so far. Yeah. And then so, Loki. I really right. want a Hawkeye series. And there's a, you know, there's been chatter about it with the daughter and stuff like that. But I don't know if that's going to come to fruition either. You want a Hawkeye series? I, I like Jeremy Renner. It's just you and Jeremy Renner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Just both of you guys are on there. Team Hawkeye, Hawkeye flipping yeah. houses, doing real estate. That's what I want. <laughs> I brought like 30. 13 arrows and then I'm all out of arrows I ran out of arrows there's only so many arrows yeah Yeah. (laughs) speaking of arrows and where everybody died yeah so (laughs) yeah oh man yeah like I I would love to see a Spider-Man series even if it was just it was one season I would not mind seeing eight episodes of what actually Peter Parker is up to. It depends what it is. Is it like a grounded older Peter Parker with Daredevil having some of those comic series that they've done? I really like that Daredevil Spider-Man series in the comics, but you'd have to make that gritty. And are they willing to do something like hard PG-13 for eight episodes? I don't think so. Not those characters. It's all about dollar dollar bills at the end of the day, Disney. They're fine with their actors showing their dongs. Yeah, that's it. You give them a (laughs) PG-13, that's it. That's done. That's done right there. Bring back the Emperor. We need that money. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have any other movie news? Anything else? Not really. I just trailers? wanted to. I, we talked about this off pod, and I think it's worth mentioning on the podcast that the Dune trailer, uh, the oh, newest yeah. Dune trailer, came out. We talked a little bit about it already. Um, it looks insanely. Who's expensive. the director? Uh, Vin- Vin- Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Or, yeah. He's so good. Arrival, Sicario, amazing director. Blade Runner yeah, Twenty Forty Nine, which yeah. was expensive and didn't make enough. Didn't do anything, well. man. <laughs> so I, I almost guarantee, I almost bet my life that this movie that cost probably $200, 250 billion dollars to make will make like eighty to a hundred. 
hundred and lose money. <laughs> yeah. But are we better for it? It'll be great. It'll, it'll be great. great. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. great. Yeah. But you know, it's it's just a niche audience. Yeah. But you cannot spend this kind of money on that. Now, stuff. Uh, do you think you should watch the original Dune or read the books? Or anything before you watch it or go? I, you know, I saw it probably like ten years ago, and yeah, my sister liked it. it. Yeah. I read the book too, and I um, it's it's a weird story, and That's it's spice. incredibly <laughs> layered. Yeah, it's an incredibly layered story. Um, I'm not sure that it even works in a movie, but I don't hate that Lynch movie. Yeah. So a lot of people don't like it. I'm not one of those people. I sort of like that movie, and uh-huh. I don't think it was all that bad. Now this one looks much more epic. It uh, does. The sand. It looks worm good. Yeah, look, sandworm is like awesome. Insanely big. I love a good sandworm. Yeah, so, oh yeah. my god, it looks crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I'm interested in it, but I'm I'm so nervous. I, first of all, we don't what's know what's going box? on with movie pain. theaters. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the pain box. You know what though, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. He looks too. I'm not sure that's the excellent. Looks too young. Yeah, yeah. Baby faced, young, skinny. I don't know what it is. He just doesn't look right for that yeah. part. Well, from and all, all the baby faced people out there, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he it's needs to get work. He needs to get in front of the mirror, turn the hat backwards. Yeah, there you go. Toughen up a little bit. Squeeze every she can and then <laughs> snap and we quit. need some press man this movie needs the press <laughs> not you that know. people are talking about it but I'm I am concerned I love that director um, I like this story I and I we, we both are admittedly like expensive uh, heady sci-fi but it doesn't make money yeah that's the problem with so, it, yeah. so. We'll see what happens. <laughs> that is the problem. Makes Tenet, so Tenet is another example. It is going to lose a shit ton of yeah. money. At least they have an excuse. You know, it's COVID. Yeah. What did Blade Runner 2049 Who's have? not going to have yeah. that excuse, though? Yeah, exactly. Blade Runner, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like they had no excuse. just nobody wanted to watch it. But I am excited for Dune. I think have I, have I officially said my hot take on Blade Runner 2049? I don't think you have. It's better than the original. It's better than the original? That's my hot I can see that. So, uh, well, God, there's so many different versions. There's three different <laughs> versions of the original. Uh, well, three different cut, cuts, right? Oh, three different cuts, yeah. So the original cut, it's definitely better than the original cut. A lot of people vie for that last one that came out. Not me. I think the original cut is the one that you gauge against, and I think twenty forty nine is better than that. I think I saw. I think I saw the theatrical cut. I can't remember. The one problem is it ones. takes like fifty five minutes to get to Harrison Ford in twenty forty nine, but once he's in the movie, it's incredible. It's just incredible stuff. All right, so uh, I think that's it for movie news. So what we're going to be covering today is the boys, and we're doing episodes three and four. But uh, Amazon Prime Day first, they dropped the first three, and we decided to tackle two at a time, at least until next time we cover it. Over the hill with swords of a thousand men. Did you get that? cool black noir stuff that's great yeah and episode four is nothing like it in the world and episode five just dropped and we'll probably do these maybe two episodes at a time keep it kind of clean yeah probably around two episodes a lot of stuff going on in these things yeah there is and i think it's gonna go up to 10 episodes this season would chris evans do what homelander did oh (laughs) if he could if he could (laughs) i mean he's got the money to pay uh, spoiler warning by the way for episodes three and four but yeah nothing really major happened here this this show is still tracking really well like number wise like it's still getting high ratings let's talk about that so yeah it's in the high 80s on critic it's in the low 90s i think audience you know Mm -hmm. you can go episode episode if you really want to this is a signature show for amazon right yeah so the only show really on amazon yeah i guess High Castle, but High Castle, yeah, I mean, yeah, High Castle, it, it sort long, of. Yeah, I mean, and there's some other stuff, and they're going to have the Lord of the Rings show eventually. Oh, yeah. So they're willing to put spend the money. The show obviously looks beautiful. It's shot very, very well. They spend the money on all the effects. But they're going to do this Billy Butcher thing, this movie that's going to oh, drop right. at the end. Is that a money grab? That feels like a money grab to me. You know what? I would be fine with it because I really like what the boys has been giving me so far. So you have read the comics. I've read volume one. Okay, so, so are we getting, uh, because I feel like Billy Butcher's not in it as much as I thought he would be, are we getting enough of his story, or is 
that why they're dropping the movie? Is there um, a reason for us to get this? I, I, as far as what I saw, as far as what I heard, was the movie's just going to be like that in between time between season one and season two, like what Butcher, I guess, has been. I never up even to asked that, that question. I yeah. didn't really ask. And you know what? Do I need to know that if they if they change that storyline, I would be fine with it, and I wouldn't be against the movie with a uh, movie against. Does the comics out the voice. tell you basically what he's doing? No, not really, because at okay. the end of volume, because of course it's a little different at the end of volume one, and this is where like you feel like there there are super villains in the comics as far as volume one but it still feels like Vought is behind like the hero villain dynamic between you know the and the suits you know because they make the suits and that was kind of like the big revelation either episode three or episode four I think it was episode four where when the when it drops to the media yeah that I want to talk about that yeah too. that Vought creates their own superheroes I wouldn't be against you know seeing a, a TV movie for it or anything like that I don't think it's necessary and again just like with Star Wars my fear on bringing this up is that number one do we need it because I never asked where Billy Butcher was in the first yeah. place number two do I feel like uh, this is a money grab or we're oversaturating something that we really like yeah. you know what I mean like I like that we don't have all the answers and I like that they leave us wanting more essentially every episode right why like it's almost like the Breaking Bad movie like I didn't hate the Breaking Bad El Camino movie uh-huh. but I didn't really need to know where Jesse was either not knowing is part of the of the greatness of the original series yeah for that series so, yeah I mean with the boys I wouldn't mind seeing as far as like what Butcher's doing on his own that way you serves, kind of, it's, uh, it's also weird because it serves as an in-between seasons thing. yeah it's a little weird and that yeah, is not done very I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing him like seeing you know that's a great way for them introduce maybe new characters stuff like that maybe. and now it's starting to feel like a little bit more like Walking Dead where they're planning all these movies and everything and so but so let me ask you yeah, what's, what's your reaction boys just episode Homelander <laughs> Homelander because if you ask me you'll, you'll have to censor it out so yeah, I'll ask yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Homelander needs therapy like he is that guy you know what Anthony He's, Starr does better than anybody he has that stupid confused face almost better than anybody I thought like Army Hammer is the only guy that comes close yeah. Homelander and Anthony Starr that guy just the emotions that come out of his weird cheekbones right. are incredible. It's incredible stuff. I love, I love Give that guy in so anime. Yeah, he's so <laughs> And he's scary too. He can be really oh, he scary. Oh, the shit out yeah. of me. Yeah, you don't yeah. know what he's going to do. You don't know what he's going to do. Fingers in the milk. Yeah. Oh, this is gross, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're drinking today. Fra- what was it? Fresca? Oh, and uh, some warm milk. milk. Yeah, fresca and warm milk. So. <laughs> too much cold stuff. <laughs> All right, so uh, before we get too into the spoilers, we're just going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. Hey, train you're out. Out of what? Out of seven. I'm back and you can't keep me down. So yeah, as always, spoiler warning and same again, this is just for episode three and four. I know episode five just dropped a couple of Do you want to go kind of in order or you want to bounce around? Let's bounce around. Okay, let's bounce around. So my first question is about the compound V. It's weird because essentially my uh, Jennifer Esposito's character who got her head exploded in episode two? Yeah, episode two or one. Yeah, Yeah, which was crazy and a great moment. Unbelievably filmed perfectly. It's because she's getting close to the truth about compound V. And now compound V just drops basically with the assistance of Starlight and Jack Quaid's character. So he so I think it dropped in a way that was sort of lackluster to me and I, yeah I get there there's consequences but then they immediately pivot and sort of just come up with a cover yeah, story yeah because they uh, and it's in yada 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 yeah way. they blame Sitwell so they yep. blame uh, yep, Homelander's yep. weird little fetish girl or yep. whatever it was yeah the beautiful Elizabeth <laughs> yeah. Shue well, this was yeah. episode 4 but yeah. we won't spoil that so, uh, <laughs> so of course they uh, they blamed it on Elizabeth uh, Sitwell but it was I was led to believe prior to the news coming out that the public knows how their 
creating superheroes rather than they're just born to be a bigger thing. And in the episode, it didn't feel like a huge reveal yeah. per se because it was a media pivot. You know, they're so. just kind of like you know, it was someone else. It wasn't us. We're just as what is it? Homelander said so, we're just as confused as you guys. Yeah, and they yeah. did a good job. Like I get like that seems. Kind oh, of I can't believe he. In a weird I can't way. believe he just like called. Uh, he he called out Maeve like yeah. over there. Like yeah. you know, t- took yeah. her out of the closet. It was like the, damn. Like the show <laughs> is genius in that it makes you incredibly uncomfortable. And when we get to the end, and, and if we want to talk about ratings and stuff, I, I, I think that the problem with the show is that like with my signature show that I like to watch on Sunday night, I like to like turn the lights down, have it be the last thing I watch before I go to bed. It's hard to go to sleep after you watch The Boys. Yeah. Because it leaves you this uneasy, squirmish feeling and you're just like, oh man, I feel gross. I need a couple drinks. I mean, need to go for a walk. Somebody to go, always. Uh, take a picture yeah. of the pic, you know, and send it out to the universe. <laughs> like, I just don't feel right. <laughs> and then everything came back into balance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> turn my head backwards and I feel great. <laughs> yeah, because each episode, it, something always fucked up happens. And of yeah. course, like in episode three. But they, but they go both directions. Like, there can yeah. be some heartwarming stuff. Like, you mentioned off pot a little bit the Starlight Huey stuff there's really oh yeah and the singing yeah yeah, Mother's Milk we got some really uh, earnest stuff there but then they they crush you again something else explodes or there's blood guts or even worse grossness (laughs) (laughs) Homelander blowing Homelander (laughs) god yeah immediately when of course that scene happens and you see you know Elizabeth Shue come out sit well I mean, I'm just like, okay, is he so, hallucinating? Yeah. And so then, that, of course, I think I, it's Doppelganger. I definitely and, didn't think that she was alive, but I didn't remember Doppelganger, per se, off the top of my head. So I thought it was, like, an imagination thing. Yeah. Or possibly, like, a backwards thing. We're seeing a flashback oh, yeah. for some reason. But, um, yeah, it just gets gross. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what I was thinking, what it ended up being was just gross, man. I mean, for <laughs> starters, I feel bad for Doppelganger because it's kind of like, okay, he's either getting paid to do that. What or is he he's there? Is he, is he a prisoner? Like, even? yeah, I don't even know. We don't even know like the circumstances of why he's there. It doing seems that. like he was a prisoner because he's just always like it, yeah. there. Because it's and of course, like when he when he loses control and he changes back and Homelander's like just change back. It's it's all a little weird to for Homelander to do that because he knows deep down that it's fake. But it's but also a payoff it. of what the couple episodes kind of build up to, which is Stormfront juxtaposed to Homelander and Stormfront exposing how fragile Homelander's psyche is. And it's really fragile. And it's really <laughs> it's fucking really fragile. It's almost scarier that it's that fucking fragile. Yeah, because you know, it's so. like anything will just crush him and yeah. he's just like one of the most powerful men in the world. But he's not that smart and he's easily confused and manipulated and that's a problem. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, you tell him whatever story and he'll probably believe it. And so, yeah. Well, it's like course, when Darkseid just manipulated Batman that one time, you know, and he had total control of Batman. Oh, yeah. I wasn't comfortable with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, even with Stormfront, like, you know, you already kind of, I don't know if you kind of felt it, but like that first season or the first couple episodes she did, it's like there's something going on with her. I think we talked about it. Mostly and, I was concerned with like how powerful is she? Yeah. Is she so like in the comics, is, are they close between her and Homelander? Yeah, so she's not, they don't introduce Stormfront yet because um, and I think we talked about it last episode, last couple episodes where Stormfront is a project from the Nazis, and that's kind of what they talked about in the past couple episodes, was Vought came so from So she is that Germany. old, basically, yeah. or we're led to believe. Yeah, so we're led to believe, yeah. And so what they do is they kind of recreate a new identity for Stormfront, so that way they could be a superhero. Vought could, you know, create them, because it went from Germany from being Vought. I was actually surprised that, because they mentioned Vietnam, and they even mentioned World War II, that they're actually holding kind of true to that original comic story. Yeah, that they've I been didn't around. I that much, because I never read it, but, like, I was like, oh, they are going to kind of hold yeah. true to it. I definitely like, as far as, like, these past two episodes, because you see like how around Vought's been and you kind of think like okay think of it as like Disney or kind of like even the church that's like companies have been around for a long time they have that old money right yeah and especially from like war stuff 
immediately yeah. recognizable. Yeah, right? so, so they have clout. They yeah. have sort of they built up capital. Yeah, when you're involved with the war, Adidas and so you know what I mean. Yeah. You, you just get that huge capital. Ford. Yeah, Ford. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ford too, as well. Yeah, I know. Everyone's a secret Nazi. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Not uncommon. <laughs> yeah, and you know they talk about it. it's the same as other Fortune 500 companies, and so um, I definitely like as far as when they talk about it, and even when uh, they're doing that interview, how well majority of heroes are white, like 97 percent of them, and I like yeah. how Homeland is just yeah. like, what are you talking about? We got A Train, Black Noir is uh, well, he doesn't <laughs> identify as anything. He's, he's just Black Noir, and we got a lesbian. Now. And we got a lesbian. Yeah, we got a lesbian. So, <laughs> oh man, this I, is like, I also think that score maybe, as many points as you can. <laughs> again, the credit here to Kirby and Seth Rogen and everybody else involved. The casting is so crucial that these are incredibly emotional and powerful moments built into a show that is made or designed to make you feel sort of uneasy. Uh, Dominique McElliot or whatever her name is, she's got that. That's a great scene with her in Homelander with, uh, uh, with Maeve, 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 right? Maeve, yeah. yeah, Maeve with Maria Menounos or whatever. Like, yeah, it, just to see how uncomfortable she shrinks into herself. It's very real. Yeah, you know, for for that kind of show, I just give him a lot of kudos for it. Oh yeah, and even just like it. It shows a little bit more of Homelander, like, just how fucked up he is. It's and, so gross. And yeah, that's kind of rough. why, like, even when, was it? Because, of course, we find out Billy Butcher's wife, you know, she was raped, so it was it was so, the big R. So, and, yeah, can I ask this question? Um, were you satisfied with the information we got out of Billy Butcher's wife? Um, It wasn't as much as I wanted. you think she was lying, or do you think she was, uh... I don't know if I think that. I, I'm not sure if she is or not, but be, I care less about the overall art Yeah, now. I wouldn't be surprised if, it, if she wasn't, you know, yeah. and, and it went back on it but I do like as far as like she's gonna stay with her son because she's trying to raise him to where he's not being an asshole but like to what like, end he's still gonna be controlled by Vought I guess too well I mean I guess in a sense that he may or not he, he may he, not be able to be he's controlled by so Vought. powerful that he can overcome all that yeah or whatever maybe I, I think know. and I think that's what she's trying to because that was like the big thing that they had showed from like the first in the comics where Homelander he was just he was raised so weird because he wasn't really held as a Which baby you see a little bit of it yeah and, and just enough where it's like a tease he's in the fort sort of bubble yeah. in the room they're peeking you see the why he is yeah. the way he I is. get it. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's enough. We don't need to see all of that. But the interesting thing with Billy Butcher and his wife was that she said you were like this before, which I think is a pretty big reveal to, to what yeah. Billy was like. He was always sort of psychotic. And as I was always led to believe that the comic has both sort of psycho Homelander and psycho Billy Butcher pitted against each other. From volume I, don't, one, I haven't got yeah. that yet from the show, but I guess we're building toward that. I'm not yeah. so sure. From volume one, it's definitely more centered around like Huey because, you know, he's your window character. He's yeah. the one that the introduces POV, everyone. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you do see the other boys as far as Kimiko or uh, the girl like forget what her name is. But we spent two and a half episodes basically Huey and Billy fighting. I'm yeah. not sure I like that arc. That's either. you know, that's we're a, wasting time. Episode three was the slowest, and that's the one I did not enjoy as much. Although I do love the deep, I yeah. love where he's going. What and about the cult? Yeah, this it's the cult too. Uh, it's gonna get Scientology kind of weird. Where's, where's Allison Mack? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, where's the branding? <laughs> <Where is laughs> a couple of wavy lines. No, that's their initials. <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> I don't know how you can convince him of that. Anyways, uh, if you just look uh, at it, you would see that. And, and that's the thing with the deep like I know like he, Fresca? He's, Fresca Fresca yeah sure he just takes it too he's just like so, sure. okay so let me ask you this number one is the cult in the comics uh, as far from volume one the cult is not in the comics okay so. and number two so what is, what, is, what are they going after what is the cult after yeah I are don't know are they just trying to recruit I, superheroes what, to get more powerful what I they're thought, like celebrities so they're trying to get clout from yeah. that or what? what what I had thought was the cult is still controlled by Vought because Vought ah, I see Vought okay, as like this overreaching that. thing and I see the cult as Vought does this sort of cult to help reject heroes give hope of them eventually joining a superhero team you know it's to keep them in check from going crazy off with their powers maybe and, so you know keeping them emotionally in check or psychologically in check and so <laughs> so is uh the deep gonna get back in the seventh 
I don't think so. I don't think so. I feel so bad for him because Homelander's like, oh shit! Like he's just. But the show's like, not about making you feel good. It's about yeah, making you feel true. uncomfortable. I know. So I know. Give us what they, it's what funny they, because I feel that. like Homelander would not kill the D because he thinks he's too pathetic to kill because yeah. he's it's just Benito. a fish guy. Yeah, yeah he's Benito, just like yeah. he would if he ever got in his way. But it's just he sees he feels uncomfortable by the D because of how sad he is. So now. <laughs> what I like so far about the season and four episodes in is that we've spent time with all the different characters, even Black Noir to a certain extent. He had some great moments there when he's searching for Billy Butcher. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Oh, he so just sits with the IT he, girl, yeah, too. I feel so bad cool. for her. All like, that is like, she's got all the Red Bulls. It's pretty cool. But the, um, the, the Starlight stuff is really, really fascinating. I want to specifically talk about when Homelander confronts her in the elevator. Oh, yeah. Did he, is Homelander capable of killing Starlight? What was he doing putting his hand in that spot? Trying yeah, to see breaking her. Yeah. Was he just trying to you know, stick his hand in her and kill her? What was, what was going I think, on there? I think because at that time, he had just had his conversation with Doppelganger. And of course, Doppelganger is just telling him whatever he wants to hear. Right. You know, because he's just that's he, he's just sit well and he's just telling him whatever he wants to hear. And I think uh, Homelander... Isn't it funny that like, like it's, it's actually like exactly what like a kid would think a super narcissist person yeah this is what you say to yourself you yeah know, basically he, so he is like just, it was he's, creepy. he's really messed up like that he whole really five minutes is yeah. the most creepy the creepiest thing i've seen on tv in a while yeah like it's he, gotta be creepier <laughs> than hereditary <laughs> yeah like it is you, you do get a sense like man like homelander is jacked up in the head yeah, yeah. where it, it really is like he and even like i think episode four he talks about like with stormfront where he feels this need that he wants to be loved yeah because he never had parents you know and we haven't even got to that and, relationship that relationship now is more complex we know a little yeah. bit more about stormfront this liberty thing. she's a racist yeah she's clearly 1960s a racist, racist. Yeah. one of the worst racism she's just like a wrestler who was cactus jack and is now mankind or yeah whatever. like she's just rebranding herself that's crazy how many times has that happened yeah. how many like 80 year old superheroes are out there we don't know um so this is a this is a fascinating thing but also you know at the end of episode two is when she kills the person in front of homelander kimiko's brother yeah she kills, okay yeah. so that was like a big thing for homelander because like i'm the guy who kills the people not you, you know you can't just come in here and do that this is my operation so and I called was, him a racial slur too yeah, exactly. a, little, a little over the mud you know yeah. over the top but, but I, I was I was sort of wanted it I suppose or, or at least I fell for this idea that yeah. they were going to be opposed to each other but as the episode evolved clearly they're going to make an alliance of some sort and yeah. you know what she's good at is probably what Homelander needs so let's see what happens my question is um, so Stan Giancarlo Esposito's character how much like what does he know about Stormfront and how much of this is just sort of a check on the group. Did he go and find her and say, put the suit back on, get out there because I need you because Homelander's out of control? Like, how much of her, how much of Stormfront is controlled by Vought? Yeah, and I still, I still think Vought is the main villain, you know, is the yeah. main, is oh, the I main Oh, I think they are yeah. too, but is Stormfront really against Vought or is this just clearly she's on board here? I think, I think uh, Stormfront is with Vought because she's been with the company for, you know, however, since, time. yeah, since yeah. the 40s yeah. and it's kind of like the company's going to take care of her and because she probably can't, or she could probably die, but she doesn't age. You know, if she is Liberty, well, which I think yeah, she is. Yeah. You know, it's it's pretty much where okay, she she hasn't really been aging, or it's going to take if her a long she, time to the die. The other side of this is if she is Liberty, wouldn't couldn't they just show us that? Because they go out of our way, of their way not to show who Liberty is. Yeah. in the flashback scene, that's but, true. They do so do that. Yeah. I'm not sure why they would do that. So I'm not 100 percent convinced it's her either. Yeah. So you know, I mean, there's there might be more to it because of course they kind of get that from uh, General Madeline. I think it is mm-hmm. uh, the the former leader of the boys, where you know she gives them a hint. 
place to kind of go in there and check it out. And of course, that's when you hear the story from uh, the the sister who was in the back seat. And when it happened, and that's crazy. They only got paid two thousand dollars to just hush it up about oh, it. Gross. Yeah, and it's just it's like gross. man. And of course, but, you see the guy's head too. But again, like, wow. a lot of a lot of what's good about this show is there's some realism in there. Like what, as you always say, what if superheroes really existed? This is what they would be like, this man. They're it. terrible. Yeah, they're so bad. Yeah, yeah, they're so it's bad. Crazy. They're it's, awful. It's, it's awful. Yeah. So I what, think, what about A Train? Do we care about A Train being kicked out of seven? I care about A Train because I'm I'm curious because we saw the fall of the deep, the fish guy. Man, he needs a win so bad. He needs a win really bad. Uh, so he kind of inspired I, my beard too. A yeah. Bit, to be I, fair, I like how there's more to these characters. Where like you know they're like yeah they're super powerful and of course A Train he's a speedster but there's more than one speedster hanging around. You yeah. know it's I love just, the scene where you see the other guy. What yeah. the other guy's name was going up the elevator. Yeah, his, and his he's computer, all Jesse T. Yeah. was all like what the f-? Like, yeah his, his, his competitor whatever it <laughs> yeah. was yeah yeah, yeah the guy ran the against or whatever yeah and so I like as far as like even when he's talking with uh, with Starlight I think it was either that episode or a couple of those before where he's just like you came from money you don't understand yeah. and he's yeah. just like because he's all about it for the money yeah like that's more powerful and it's funny because it's like money is still more powerful than actually having superheroes yeah. you know yeah. and it's, it's crazy it's, yeah it is crazy and it's just but I like as far as like where the show is going at least with that dynamic um, I like where the show go is going in period even though the third episode was a little slow I love it that they crashed into the fish and you get to see the deep work with his powers and you know I, they're I sending sharks it. and that whales was, again, and everything a crazy and, disturbing moment where like you, he's gonna get a win he's gonna save the day and then the whale just gets and he's so sad about the whale too yeah, he's, he's just like crazy. no <laughs> <laughs> it's like the lobster scene in season one yeah, right? or the, the, the dolphin too the dolphin. oh man yeah, the poor dolphin <laughs> and you know even when he talks because uh, when they make the reveal that compound V that they make superheroes he didn't know because he's yeah. talking about like he did not know presumably Black Noir also yeah there's presumably Black Noir yeah, and, and so what, what you could see anyway yeah what you could see yeah <laughs> Butcher it just sits down the whole time man I felt bad for that so a lot of these guys it. don't know which is that's another fascinating sort of layer to the whole thing you would think that some of them would turn against Vought at some point I don't know if we're leading up to that but yeah but same thing you know they've got the money you know and yeah. that's who they seem to follow so um, let's get to the, to the to the big ending here with Homelander with the assistance of basically Stormfront and you know his weird sort of yeah. Homelander blowing a little bit of sexual stuff. tension there too yeah a little bit of, yeah, yeah, a little bit of uh, he did not seem sure what to do with it so he's <laughs> they made it they make a lovely couple yeah <laughs> but in any case like him basically deciding I don't need anybody and now it's sort of like that fear like what if yeah. Superman is bad like what if he doesn't give a shit about what anybody thinks he what sort if he doesn't need himself. to lead a group or whatever and he can just do whatever the fuck yeah. he wants he's already it's, this bad so. he, he was scary before now mm-hmm. it's kind of like okay if he doesn't give a shit about what people think about him it's like how and, and I think that's what I like about it like how far are we going to watch this guy go off the deep end before other heroes have to unite or even does Vought have a way to take him out and, I also have questions like so the comic book series you read the whole of the first season how far does it go is a character off limits would he kill his own kid would he kill Billy Butcher's wife how far does this thing go is any character on the table to die like could Starlight die this season or something like that you yeah know? I think Starlight and same thing I'm gonna read volume 2 probably when uh, you know season 2 is over with it would be interesting as far as like with season 3 because they're gonna bring back Lamplighter I think or is it this season Either, I think it's this season yeah they're gonna to bring Lamplighter which Lamp is uh, Iceman which is yeah which is Iceman yeah and so and it's interesting because a little further ahead because I've read the first volume but I know some of the major spoilers for the, st- for the comic line um especially with like with Lamplighter and of course there's a reason why Lamplighter gets replaced with Starlight and why he ends up getting off the team um, and I and think where they, does he go I mean did he go and join a cult that's too? the thing yeah Vought <laughs> uh, must have something where they hide out these heroes and they probably recycle them you know after a certain point and maybe even give them a new identity after, certain, after so many years but 
It's just, you have this power. I mean, they have a way of keeping these people in check, you yeah. know, and it's weird. And we haven't seen all of that yet. Yeah. And of course, like, Homelander is still, like, the main one. He's the big one. I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I think Starlight's going to be safe this season. I think majority of all the boys are going to be safe. Um, Does the boys ever get bigger? Do they recruit more people? Um, from the first volume, no, not really. From the first volume, of course, uh, and we talked about it last episode or last couple episodes where the boys are able to actually get a part of Compound. They're actually get able to get Compound V and they're able to actually take it and they're able to go toe-to-toe with some heroes. I'm waiting um, to see that. Yep. They, That's like Project Power in, from Netflix. Of course, like what I like <laughs> from the comics with volume one is where when they went toe-to-toe with heroes, they went with like kind of a B team or a C team. They didn't go against the seven because right. the seven is supposed to be, you know, those are your A-listers. So, but another really interesting thing. I don't know, fish guy doesn't seem like an A-lister. Yeah, he does not. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, even when they talked about it, they did it for political reasons, right? Yeah, you get the fish yeah. guy, you get, uh, what is it, the handicapped, the handicapped, handicapped <laughs> minority, you know, and so you're just checking off the boxes. Now so you you're don't just get a hit. Yeah. 97% white. And so, <laughs> but basically, um, what I like as far as that, like, like what they talked about the past couple episodes where their casualty rate is at 34%. Yeah, that's And crazy. it's interesting where you have these heroes and because they've been on compound V because they're that they're like that they're not really trained to maybe even fight properly. They're so used to being the one that's more powerful. So when you get somebody who is trained to fight like Mother's Milk or like Billy Butcher who takes Compound V, you know, it's like how bad could they actually wreck a B-lister or A-train who doesn't know how to fight? They're just used to being a speedster. They're used to being the, the more powerful one. Yeah, so, I kind of like that idea. Yeah. I, and, but you'd wonder, like, why wouldn't they be more trained, actually, over yeah. all the years that they've trained? And it's probably because you can't really train yeah, them, you I know what so, I mean? Yeah. Like, they know how to control their powers, but it's same thing where if they had to go against someone who was stronger than them or actually trained like would they would a train be able to take on homelander it's like no would homelander be able to take on someone who's just as powerful as him it's i'm also somewhat interested on this compound v thing like how does homelander become so much more powerful than other superheroes why the varying degrees of power yeah i don't know if they're going to get into that but i'd like to know like what's i think uh it it depends like of course it's different from person to person as far as when they took compound v like what powers are going to have and like what we saw with like gecko you know Mm -hmm. he just can get hacked away and regrow (laughs) his body parts which sounds awful yeah um but the thing with uh homelander i think he was like one of the first as far as like taking it and he had been taking it for so long and i think even like he was been taking it like uh from the fetus all the way through like almost into his adult life and where he was the one where it's just like billions and billions of dollars were poor he was like you know a trillion dollar project i think the one so i sort of get that part of it but a train has to continue taking compound v to continue his speed right yeah so the question is like what are the long-term effects we know train has the heart problem yeah and then um is homelander just pumping a bunch of compound v into himself all the time right you know we uh, don't yeah. know really. yeah we don't know he may and it's the same thing where it's like the look of the draw like he may just be the one that's mm-hmm. most powerful and it seems like as far as the comics uh wise like they that's what they kind of talk about where he is just happens to be the most powerful like queen maid is a good close second stormfront is a good close second but home front home front is still the most powerful one compared to all of them so. we haven't seen a except of, psychologically yeah, he's, yeah he's, well, queen, <laughs> you know what queen maid seems pretty pretty psychologically sound starlight you know young and somewhat naive but she's pretty psychologically sound i'm curious like how come we haven't seen mave in action a little bit more yeah we really not since like that first episode yeah how come we haven't seen more of that you know yeah and i think we'll be able to see a little bit more of it too as well i think 
as far as like we go down later in the seasons and later into the show like with this season I think we're going to start seeing more of a shift and change where people are going to start going against Homelander because it's like he's going off the deep end you know because if he doesn't care what people are going to think about him it's like what's he going to do there, you know there's this sort of um, what I think is maybe I'm not sure how I think about it necessarily as a writer but there's this natural tension that is created when Starlight goes against Homelander right and she does all this stuff to sort of go against the team expose Compound V see Huey uh, they're running around together technically she's also doing walking around the city wearing a hoodie you know what I mean yeah. like, it's dangerous but because it creates the tension when you're watching it and Homelander could just show up at any moment and it works for the scene. show <laughs> yeah. yeah it just kind of works for the show but it makes you fear for her and that character and I don't know where that's going yeah so. and you know same thing like I guess as far as like even when Hollywood actors got into public you know and you kind of see it like in the first couple episodes with uh, Starlight where you know she wears a wig she puts mm-hmm. on a bunch of makeup like she wears yeah, a different like you know yeah. she wears it, like the tights off yeah. take the cups out and all and then stuff. she looks like a regular person yeah. you know yeah. she doesn't have the makeup still, on still a beautiful lady yeah no yeah absolutely yeah. still still Hollywood <laughs> A material yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know not like you know she's, she's not, not all taking her glasses up. off and like you know all of a sudden letting down her hair yeah, yeah. exactly another not another teen movie it's a banana split that would have been great Chris Evans it's a banana split alright so are you happy with the direction of the show is it still your favorite show to watch yeah I think right now it's still my favorite show to watch at least I'd say it's the only show to watch on Amazon Prime like we talked about was The Man in the High Castle and that's really bad although I didn't really caught that one but uh, yeah like this is my favorite show to watch on Amazon I'm excited to see where it goes and I love seeing Homelander just go off the deep end because of course we've you know ever since kind of the Nolan franchise we've been getting like what if superheroes were like real life you know where if they grounded and it's kind of like well if they were grounded they'd be like the boys they'd be awful you know if they were that powerful it's just you know you give it to celebrity or politician you give them that much power it's just like man like (laughs) I want to expose this because I wasn't going to bring it up in movie news but since we're going this direction anyway there was some rumors and some fan art check it out I know you're a big fan of the fan art stuff that showed Henry Cavill in a solo Superman movie versus Brainiac oh wow yeah amazing I've always wanted Brainiac in a movie yeah Um, and I think like Cavill like he's he's enough sort of grounded by that sort of Schneiderverse and he's never gotten a good movie for him no he hasn't so I feel like give that guy one chance see if it can work out we need a good Superman movie yeah he's fine he's fine with that character we just need something good to do and I think I think it's easier to show bad Superman or depressed Superman rather than you know the one who's more true to it we have seen so many versions of Bruce Wayne we're about to get another one we don't have that many versions of Superman no I think like we could that one I don't think is we've run it out yet yeah Yeah. and I think also too like if you go you go darker with Batman it works like in in a sense like it still works but when you go when you go darker that's what makes that girl so grounded yeah also too yeah he is human and it's like when you go darker with Superman it doesn't always work you know when you go to what's your superpower Tyler what's my superpower I can grow my nails long and <laughs> not fish guy. I'm not the fish. Thankfully, I'm not the fish guy. So, but, but Bruce I, Wayne's just rich. I and Oswald, by the way, we didn't yeah. mention that last oh, time. Oh, Oswald, yeah, the gills, yeah, yeah the gills. Yeah. So, uh, did anything else happen in season four? We know Stormfront's bad. We know she's definitely racist. We don't know, exactly sure. know where she's going, but that was a brutal scene, the flashback scene. And again, as as you like to point out, I know that you like your horror, and this show doesn't give you a ton of it. It doesn't oversaturate yeah. with you, but when it shows it to you, it's gross, man. Yeah, this is gross. and you know, even when she's in that building, and it's just like the look she gives the black guys. I'm just like, oh fuck, she's gonna yeah. kill them and then she yeah. fucking does I'm like is Stormfront racist she's gotta be racist then of course racist, she calls yeah. uh, what is it the brother some sort of uh, you know of course yep. a racial slur yep. <laughs> but, but actually like so if she's 80 years old which we're somewhat led to believe I, I, it's still sort of on yeah. par with and she did like, yeah yeah that 1960 yeah that prime time yep. racism yep. <laughs> it comes in waves but that progress was, yeah, is that a was... march we're gonna get there I believe <laughs> <laughs> but I, 
mean, again, the show does such a good thing of sort of like uh, subverting all the things that are real, but then you put superheroes in the world also. Uh, the media, social media, racism, all this stuff is real, and now you got a guy who can blow lasers out of his eyes. And he's racist. And or, he's racist. or he's more, oh, he's more yeah. pro-American. He's manipulated, yeah. and the other lady that can throw lightning around you like that super villain. Or yeah. no, it's super terrorist. That's what he said. Super terrorist. This, is, this is the thing, too. We don't really talk about it enough, and we have a long way to go. We're going to do more of these episodes. But this idea that the heroes are the villains. I think that that's, that is the thesis of the show. Yeah. And I, I hope that they stick with that. But because that's the thesis of the show so far for me, the problem is I don't care about the boys still that much. Oh, really? I'm yeah. not that. Like, I, I don't care that much about Billy or Huey yet. Uh-huh. I, I care. They have good scenes. It's good stuff. I love the Billy Joel stuff. I love the singing in the car scene. But I'm not sure. Uh, even Mother's Milk, I like his OCD. We're getting more backstory. But I don't know where that's going. Now, when you say they get Compound V at some point, maybe that clarifies it a little bit. But I feel like they're no match. So yeah. what are we following these guys? I think anyway? uh, I think right now because they're living they're, in people's basements. Yeah, they're, they're always fighting with each other. Like it's not a great team, man. <laughs> yeah, I think right now because with second season because they're on the hunt, right? Or they're on the they're on lockdown because there is a huge manhunt for them. They don't. They're not as in a position Does where the they were in the first season. Uh, that's not as in the comics. That's not how it ends in the comics okay. with Volume One. So this is this is like new territory with them, at least with that. So in the season, because they're on the hunt, or they're because they're being hunted by Homelander and all these powerful people, they have to stay below ground. Uh, first season, there are definitely a match for certain heroes, like as far as them being able to be more clever, like you know when they kill Translucent and other things like that. I love that. I, I love that. I too. need another superhero to die. Yeah, I know we do, <laughs> and so uh, that's why I'm excited for them to either get Compound V or if they're able to knock out another train. superhero. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> A-Train, I don't know. A-Train might kill himself. Yeah, it's the heart. Yeah, yeah his heart's going to explode. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm excited to see as far as like the boys start to get the upper the upper hand back again. Yeah, but it's yeah. just right now they're getting beat real hard. Okay, last question. When this happens, when they get Compound V and when we get to see like the boys. When and if. Yeah. Power, yeah, if versus a superhero like Homelander or somebody lower, like you said. Um, do you think that the show looks good enough that they're going to be able to pull this off? Because that's more movie stuff yeah. than it is TV stuff. I think but, it depends. I think it's, it's, yeah. they, most of the stuff I've seen, I don't have a lot of complaints about the CG and the way it looks. Yeah. Are you I satisfied think, overall? I've, so been, I've been pretty satisfied with the CG. There's a couple of things here and there, but I, do I like the blood splatter. Yeah. <laughs> when they take off and fly and some of the stuff. So there is some stuff in there that I think that they're doing some tricks with cinematography and camera work to save money in the long run. But when they need to have superheroes go toe to toe are they willing to put the money you know yeah. down when they need to actually the whale to a certain extent the whale didn't look that great yeah no, so. I mean it was fine it was yeah. funny that I got I mean yeah. the, the, the thought what of the whale makes you entertained was, so you're yeah. somewhat distracted from the kind of weird it's kind of like movie. you know you, you hear about the fish guy and you hear about with Aquaman <laughs> all the time and then when you see it in action with the deep <laughs> and you see like yeah. you know as far as like the dolphins going actually, and everything my favorite part is Huey's inside the whale and he's like I'm good man you guys go ahead and <laughs> you guys go ahead alright <laughs> smoke him if you got him yeah and actually I think it's just because you get to see the fish guy in action and because it's so ridiculous you let you just let it slide yeah and i'm fine he's, with that he's kind of my favorite now yeah he's the good bad guys. he's, he's, good. Kind of he's great favorite, he's yeah. great i mean he's so <laughs> awful but he's like he's turning around he's, yeah. Yeah. let's get some more kimiko let's get some clarification on her too so. all right uh are we gonna give a rating for these next two episodes or should we wait till we finish the series so i here? think I'm, I'm a little bit different than you at least i think anyway i think three and four was better than one and two Oh, really? I watched yeah. one, two, three together because they uh-huh. all dropped together, and then I watched four. Um, but I like the grouping of three and four in 
the information we got and Homelander going after Starlight and the creepy Homelander blows Homelander stuff. I like I'm more impact on three and four than one and two. But so far in the whole season, seven and a half, eight in yeah. that range. Three, uh, three for me was definitely the slower one. Although I do love the deep, but you know, working with this. There is some great stuff. Like there is some great stuff. It was just slower compared to the other episodes. Four was great. I'm really excited to see where five goes. But I'd still put them in that, you know, uh, seven and a half to maybe eight and a half. Yeah, you know, right there, just because. If you give me too much like more of the going. cults, I would drop it to a seven and a half. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if you tell me what they're doing, maybe it's different. Um, but so far, I'm a little bit like, all right, man. I'm fine on. with the cult because I think that's what's keeping the deep in check from yeah. going. Because he was going off the deep, the deep end. Yeah. <laughs> I do love when he's picking the ladies and they're interviewing his future wife. Or it was like definitely that. Lady. Definitely that one. <laughs> you can choose. You're choosing this one. Or even when he's at the water park and he's oh, so, just drunk. Yeah, <laughs> it's just amazing. <laughs> it's disturbing. It's great. Uh, all right, so uh, we're gonna move on to our next segment: recommendations. Anything you got over the week or the weekend that you want to recommend, or you don't want? To so recommend. one more time, I want to recommend a show that I have just grown to love. Maybe it's not the boys, uh, but again, because the boys makes you feel so weird at the end of the night, you don't want to go to sleep after you watch an episode of someone's head exploding, right? So watch Apple TV Ted Lasso. Bill Lawrence, who did Scrubs, made this show. It's it's sort of loosely based off of a, a commercial series with Jason Sudeikis. It's a great fucking show. It's about an American football coach who goes over to England to coach a, a soccer team. Oh, yeah. That's shit about yeah. soccer. It's a great show. Every episode is better than the one before, and I love it. It's the best thing on uh, Apple TV. How long is it? Is it they're like 25-minute episodes. Oh, really? So they're short? Incredible. They drop every Friday. Okay. Incredible. How many are out right now? Like two or three? Uh, or? Six. I think six? six. Oh, six yeah, are out? We're six oh, Okay. In. I'm telling you, if you if you can make it to episode two or three, you're going to be hooked. Okay. I guarantee it. Now, is best it, thing uh, Jason Sudeikis has ever done, and to include Saturday Night Live, I'm telling yeah. you, he's great on this show. Now, is it going to be just one season, one and done? I or I don't know. I guess we'll find out. It depends how well it did, but I think it's doing fairly well. Um, there's a great article on The Ringer, just shouts to TheRinger.com. They did, Ted Lasso is something that definitely should not work, but works. And yeah. I, it's just amazing. I wish I wrote it. Um, I feel the same way about it. This is something that clearly I thought, I'll just put it on in the background and I'll hate it. Episode two, I'm like, oh, this is kind of good. Episode three, I'm like, it's fucking good, man. This is a good show. Now I'm just in. I can't wait for Fridays for the, the show to drop. Uh-huh. So... All right. Well, uh, I caught over the weekend, or the week was uh, Challenger over on Netflix. Oh, so uh, can, it's tough. good. Is it good? Yeah, it's, right. it's it's good. I think it's uh, what year was Challenger? Eighty. 80- 88 so sure. I mean of course I wasn't around for it you know what I mean uh, so I was in school you were in school I yeah, watched so, it live yep. uh, I remember when the 2000 the Columbia I remember when Columbia she, happened Krista McAuliffe yeah. is uh, 86 86 okay 86, yeah. so, oh my god it's I, Krista McAuliffe from New Hampshire and um, uh-huh. she has a planetarium in New Hampshire and I went to school in New Hampshire oh really so it was yeah. kind of a big deal for us so. yeah it's it's crazy it's only four episodes long it's on Netflix I think it's worth the watch because especially if you don't know too much about that era or even just like everything like leading up to the Challenger Teacher exploding but yep. it's it's crazy to see how excited people were when a teacher was going to go up to space and how people thought, like, space travel would be more normal at least so, by the time we hit to the 2000s. It's, and it's definitely an emotional moment in my life, and it's an emotional... And you know who they bring back? They bring the kid from A Christmas Carol. No. The, the you're going to shoot your eye out kid? That kid? Yeah, they bring oh him God. on there because he was a part of the youth, like some sort of youth space program. He was the poster child for it. And so he goes back on that show. He goes back on the Challenger. They bring him in because... He was a part of that uh, youth space program, and he was their poster child, and he was talking about how basically, you know, they were getting the teacher up there, they 
had NASA had all these plans and they were going to do a press tour of the teacher and him going around together trying to like get more people involved with space travel and of course you know Challenger you know exploded Dev- de- it was a devastating moment in the nation's history and certainly for NASA but you know we know now because of COVID because of how weird 2020 is um, people have been saying it and I totally agree all the kids are home. So yes. guess what the parents are realizing now? Teachers, A, are amazing for yeah. putting up with all this. And B, should be paid probably like five times more than what they're yeah. being paid. Because it's a really effing hard job. Uh, and now everybody sort of knows that. I think that, like, unfortunately, like, this could have been so great for the brand of teaching and teachers. Right. But... You know, it's just it's, weird how stuff happens. You know, you know, and you you see as far as like everything leading up to the to it. I blame the engineers. And, well, like I, uh, <laughs> it's funny, it's crazy. Like actually, give it a while. It's only four episodes long, but what are the episodes? About an hour each. About 50 minutes. Okay. Yeah, about, about 50, 52, Again, it's kind minutes, of an so emotional thing, hour. so I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, I don't know if I can do that. 2020 is bad enough. Do I yeah. have to watch that? But I, I probably will eventually get to it. It's it's good, and I think it's it's interesting to see how America was, in the, you know, because you kind of get a glimpse of it, and it's just like, wow, we were so united back then. Crazy. Like, <laughs> you know, as a millennial, and that's, and that's you're just kind of like, oh, a bad thing, yeah. necessarily. No, it's know? not. But, like, as a millennial, you're just kind of taken back by it a little yeah. bit. You're just like, oh, so we yeah. weren't always, like, at each other's throats? No, that's we were so not weird. always divided <laughs> in America. No, that's a calculated thing. Roger <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's 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 good. It's worth the watch. Um, and just seeing it, you're just like, oh, so that's how NASA lost all its money because yeah. of you know it was a, negligence. It was a <laughs> devastating hit to NASA. They could have prevented it. I, so. You know, like this is this is a funny thing. I've we both love space movies, and I have always been enamored with space space travel. And I think that like the sort of final frontier kind of stuff, going out there and the exploration of space is so important. Not just because of the information we bring back, but to show that we can do we can reach great heights. We yeah. can achieve great things if we try collectively to do so. Um, yeah, Chris Evans. No yeah. more dong pigs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, that kind of stuff is it just amazing. So uh, at some point, I will be snookered into watching that, but it's going to make me feel crappy, I'm sure. Yeah, give it give it a watch. So uh, next week, I think we're going to be doing Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Scott so Pilgrim versus the World. Over on Netflix, uh, probably the best video game movie. If you want to consider it a video uh, game movie. I'll be the judge. Blurred, blurred lines, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it can fall into a different Warcraft. Definitely Warcraft. Yeah, definitely Warcraft. Crap, so. <laughs> double so, dragon man uh, double dragon so that's where we'll be at next week uh, where can we find you at Nick you can always find me at realwatchability.com go read my tenant review top 10 movies of the year top 10 movies of all time hit me up at twitter at realwatch and it's taking the world by storm east or west with Nick and Rob check it out wherever you listen to podcasts and we're talking flick you can always follow us over on twitter at flick underscore talking and if you really like us you can leave a rating and review go to rate us we didn't stop the fire I would Whatever podcast app you listen to, but of course, Apple is the big one. Two and a half stars, a little bit of compound B. <laughs> that bumps it up to like 10 stars, doesn't it? 25 stars. It's like steroids for superheroes <laughs> and regular people, I guess. Give us a review. <laughs> review us. Yeah, give us a review. Yeah. Tyler can take it. I won't read it. I won't read it. No, I'll read it. <laughs> I read them. All right. So uh, we also have Patreon. We can donate any amount of money. You can get access to other content. Uh, that's pretty much it for this week, and we will talk at you next time. Dragon Questicles. Tyler, Four, have you 14. ever wanted to blow Tyler? Is that something that no. you're into? <laughs> that's no? something I've never had. Yeah, that's okay. something. All right, just check.